Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Tom Cruise, and your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great Sans Spance radio podcast. Wow. Hey, this is Mark Wahlberg. And things wouldn't have went down like they did if I hosted my favorite podcast, Hey Fam. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm all about these days. Um, hey, everybody. Edging. Edging. The, the, Mewing, the, edging. The Edge King. Angus Trusk Edge is in the building. I'm here too. He's also here. No edging for me, thanks. Uh, no, it's not tonight. No, yeah. You, no. Big comes only. You can, yeah, you can come. You can blast without any impact. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like emotional impact. Yes. Yeah, I'm not saying you're. You've got a. You've got a like, a weak, <laughs> weak propulsion. What I'm Thanks, saying bro. is uh, emotional impact. You can nut all you want and not be like, ooh, was that the right thing to do? Yeah. What is it? You did the right like, thing. Like yeah, my like um, carbon footprint of of nutting is pretty low. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. What I mean? Is it? Wow. Okay. Like, like well, no, like my like sperm foot footprint. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's two. Pr- there's proof of it twice happening twice. Not know? anymore though. Got those things. No, but I mean, there's handled. proof of you nutting twice, as we've said. That's true. The two children. And and who knows what their sperm footprint will be. God damn it. I'd hate to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope I never find out. Do you ever um, mm. think about that? Like, you know, there was the guy in The Incredibles. Yes. And he the was... The ice guy that comes, except he puts semen out of his hands instead of ice. Yes. Think about that it. That is good stuff. Almost no, daily. It's like the guy from like the olden days that like helps The Incredibles keep their, their families secrets and he's like well bob you know you've done it again like no i can't really remember he was replaced by mike from breaking bad in the um in the sequel Mm, i can't remember him well his name is rick dicker the character (laughs) yeah voice actor no he's the character oh that's some pixar made is having a little fun everyone like goes on and on about like oh yeah brad bird made mrs incredible's ass gigantic it's like yeah he did that because uh but he he named the character rick dicker yeah that's crazy that fucking role you know what i'm gonna type in rick dicker i hope lots of cool things nothing bad comes up yeah. let's uh let's have a little what rick here. dicker's sperm footprint is <laughs> siri find out rick dicker's sperm i oh, know it's actually picking up you don't have to say hey anymore <laughs> oh rick really dicker uh no i don't remember him at all great name though it's like the old dude yeah uh yeah he reminds me of um you know you know who he reminds me of this guy uh you googling? i forget the actor an actual name. thing or a pixar character no an actual human an adult thing what did you Google? What are you googling to get him? Uh, library cop Seinfeld. <laughs> you know this amazing actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks like him, doesn't he? And he only he died like last year. He he's like one of the great actors, great yeah. character actors. Like he'd always be like a cranky old man. Damn, it's so. a shame he died because he could be Rick Dicker in the Incredibles live action movie. He could be, he, yeah. Which how is long? How coming. long till you reckon they rip that bandaid off? 
Oh my god! Can you imagine how fucked a live-action Toy Story would be? Oh, it'd be insane because it'd be essentially the same film except for the human scenes. You know what I mean? Like oh, they yeah, use CG. Favreau would be like. I reckon yeah. they would honestly, and this is. Uh, I reckon they would either do Wally or Brave first because they have such little. Hu- one is full humans and yep. like doesn't need to be a Pixar movie. Brave, and then one Wally is like. A colossal waste of time because, <laughs> but also like we kind of sick if they were like we programmed a robot to do all that the would shit be that amazing. If they're like, like we built the first robot to be an actor, yeah, and two uh, two robots to be actors. Yes, of course. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, we, and then we the humans destroyed just a like, small planet. Yeah, humans will probably look like that when they look like that. Yeah, we we Disney after after it bought up most of real estate on Earth and turned it into theme parks. We then bought another planet nearby, and it's our like movie set planet. We just destroyed that one for Wally. Yeah, I wonder what would be for... It could be Incredibles. You know what? Ten years ago, it would have been Incredibles, but now that, like, comic book movies don't make money. I know, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that people would That's be... a really interesting one. You could do Ratatouille. <laughs> That's Just true. cast the fucking bear cast in it. Inside Dude, out. you could actually have Jeremy Allen White as uh, Linguini or whatever his name is. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Like, I could see that. Just Ratatouille but with the cast of the bear. Ratatouille is... Yeah, yeah. And you could Doing just French have Pat Patton Oswalt just in a mouse outfit shrunk down. <laughs> How about him as like, not quite as small as Ratatouille. Maybe a little a, bit bigger. No, a little bit like, like, like maybe Yoda the size, size of, no, it sounds like maybe a troll. Yeah, 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 yeah. His name could be Pip. Pip. Oh, well, have I got a, have I got a movie for you? Oh yeah, fuck. Have we got Are a, those motherfuckers backwatch continues? I don't know. It depends if their therapist let them out. Of, so, uh, I mean, last year we, we shared the great news that they're making um, an Eternals What If episode. Which, you know, that's fine because most people who ignored the movie can also ignore that. Even easier, I'd say. But um, what we can't ignore are the real emotions of the actors who uh, whose wives were harmed by the, their appearance in The Eternals. You know, it's kind of fucked up that like when Spider-Man uh, um, No Way Home came out, before anyone was thanked, we got a huge like paragraph of Avi Arrow. <laughs> yeah. It's really fucked dedicated up that we didn't get. I thought um, he was dead. Like that's that's I how know, but isn't touching fucked up his now. Uh, dedication and was. And so like I I'm gonna call it, um, very insensitive of Chloe Zhao to not have uh like this is dedicated to Kamel Nanjiani's wife who yeah. might go through some stuff when this movie absolutely bricks at the box office and uh, with critics and fans. So. Sorry, for those that don't understand, let me yeah. just pulling up a little something for Kamel you. Kamel went on a, like a behind the actor, Inside of You with Michael Rosenberg. Is that like a podcast or something? Sure. I don't know. For me, it sounds like like, like that, like, you know, behind the actor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know. No, I, I'm behind you. Um, he goes, the reviews were bad and I was too aware of it. Um, I was reading every interview and every review and checking too much. And like, fair enough, I guess, you know. Yeah, I'm if, sure if, that happens when a movie comes out. But also like, of, of all, I feel like, I don't know, I... I I never really like made fun of Kamel's performance. I don't think any reviews were particularly of him being bad. I think his character, maybe sitting out the final fight, was the People most brought that up. ridiculous like, thing the oh, king did. What's going on there? But I feel like as a, as a performance, like he's definitely one of the better guys. But it, it's also just like he's one of the only people I remember being in the film. One too, of you know? twelve characters that aren't really fleshed out. He's like yeah. the, he's 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 a movie guy. Who we then, all we know is he moved to Earth and just became like a movie. Yeah, the movie guy. He the invented movie guy Bollywood. And he's been starring. Wait, and he's because he lives forever. He's played like his grandfather. He's great. He's he's that's right. A, a, like a whole a king of, expert of king of, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cool, fun idea. Like honestly, a king oh. of movie would probably be miles better. It'd be so than good. the Eternals. That was yeah. the problem. It was always like 
oh yeah, I guess this character could be interesting if yeah. you like flesh them out more instead of no having one else eleven the, more of them. Like, yeah, no one else in the movie though. I think has that like a fun but yeah has yeah, that totally. like but it's just him everyone else was like this person's crazy and lives in the desert <laughs> this one's sad and works in a museum with his like like sexless like love of his life this one's a kid like they just it was like the most dog shit this one somehow knows blade maybe yeah uh anyway the the, the wild quote in this is uh mm. i think there was some weird soup in the atmosphere for why why the which is a strange sentence but okay sure that's that, that's such a funny way of like just saying like i was in a bad movie what if i was like oh yeah because he starts I blaming did, i did eat soup before watching that must have, yeah the, the catering that day was fucked but it's it's weird because he also starts saying like disney he kind of he's kind of like disney put this on at film festivals and that that really fucked me up he he, he starts saying like Things got bad when Disney really thought they had a hit on their hand, and he's <laughs> it's like, crazy that they did though. Like, but it is crazy that a they thought they did and that they thought they would put it on at like film festivals. Yeah, like read the fucking room. Um, and I'm I'm trying to. Anyway, and I'm not he, he thinks any there was mentioned. some weird soup in the atmosphere for why the movie got slammed so much, mm. and I think not much of it has to do with the actual quality of the movie. It was really hard, and that was when I thought it was unfair to me and unfair to my wife Emily. And I can't approach my work this way anymore. Some shit has to change. So I started counseling. I still talk to my therapist after that. Crazy. About that. Okay. So I, I think take away for you this there? could be a case of the paragraph getting taken out of context because it is from Maybe. a greater conversation. Mm. Maybe he was going on about like he, he was bringing he that was, attitude to the home. Exactly. It's affecting her that she's like, or maybe she's just like, I can't believe you're in the fucking uh, um, Eternals and you're like fucking stupid husband. Yeah. All the girls at work laugh and say, I can't believe you fucking eternal or something like that. Now, un- until Kamel does an interview on either this podcast, the When in Doubt podcast or the Food Fellas podcast. Is what it's called. The Food Fellas. The Food Fellas, it's, yeah. it's a non... Um, uh, it's not phonically, phonetically, um, you know, riffing, but it is spelling riffing on Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because they're it is Italian funny. and... Um, Fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Fellas. <laughs> Just like one of the cast members of Goodfellas. But yeah, I mean, until Kamel appears in one of those podcasts, I won't listen to an interview about him, but I will well, read I, a badly yeah, yeah. I'll definitely read a Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I'll read a tweet that that, that, that will sum- summarize the most salacious part. Um, but it's insane that like, it, like, yeah, it's insane that Disney released The Eternals thinking it was going to be a hit, but it's also insane that like, they've kind of ignored it and allowed this... <clears throat> the the like Eternals erasure almost. Yeah, like if if they kind of were like, hey, you know, remember how we said they would return? They actually are. He's one of them in this thing. That's all you need. But they've ignored. There's they introduced twelve characters and then did nothing. Well, then yeah, more was like Kit Harrington's character. One of as them, well. are, like Kingo got reference in like in uh, Miss Marvel. In Miss Marvel, but also Loki. I think he's in a poster maybe in season two. Okay, right. That's it. But like, yeah. But that's... Oh, and there was like a web... They've only been mentioned in Disney Plus shows because there wasn't there like a web page in She-Hulk. Like it panned past really fast and it was like giant thing sticks out of like... Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, that's it. That's it. We've had like hours and hours of post blip content, like a cataclysmic event. But absolutely zero accountability from anybody about the freaking... Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. A, b- a big part of why I fucking hate Phase 4 is that they just introduced us to so many cunts and then ne- never did anything else with them again. It's all contractual as well, I think. I just think contracts ran out. Like, I honestly think if they could still get 
Chris Evans. Um, uh, oh no, if, if he they, died. They Robert Downey Jr. died. But if you could still get like all those guys back, like they would just still be using those actors because they're like sure. audiences would come. Yeah, you know what totally. I mean? But the fact is like after fucking... they're like hellish. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking <laughs> maverick moment with Biden. It's so funny. It really, he's just like, wow. But it's just so like, why did it, why did Biden post it from his account where Evans is like, like, oh, like already, you know, Evans, Chris Evans is going to be way more coherent than Biden, but they've, they've like mic'd, Evans up perfectly yep. And so you hear Every word he's saying Really well mm. And then you just Kind of hear Biden Like wheezing just Back like, to yeah, 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 wow. so For the be, kids It's gonna be good <laughs> He just keeps yeah. saying The kids What you do for the kids I'm like what is he? Does he mean like Star in movies Is that what he's talking about know. Or is it some charity Or something How old Who's older How Miyazaki Or Joe Biden oh, That's a huge question I think Joe Biden Wild, yeah. Because my second question was, do you think Joe Biden could direct *The Boy and the Heron*? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I think I think he's got it in him. He kind of has disdain for his son. You know, Hunter's oh, causing him a lot yeah. of strife with that he's, hard he's, drive. Yeah, he's at least he's publicly Goro, way, uh, way more uh, Goro Biden. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Goro Biden of the family. He can't follow in his um father's footsteps. That is funny as shit. If if, Hunt, if Hunter Biden was the voice yeah. of no, the, the boy. Where are these birds? Oh, dude, they should redo it. Hunter Biden is the boy. Yeah. Joe Biden is I, the heron. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are, are birds shitting on me? <laughs> What's with that? What are these birds flying from? Well, I, I do it for the kids. Yeah. B- yeah, that's such thing. a weird video. But yeah, no, the, 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 the Marvel shit is just like... Anyway, it was hilarious that that was one of two Eternals... Uh, pieces of news that oh, came out more? this week. The other one is like, okay, it's like unverified, but it's too funny not to treat as sure. This seems real. Uh, <laughs> Michael Pena is apparently refusing to return to the MCU because the Church of Scientology hated Eternals. <laughs> and this was tweeted. So is he a Scientologist? Yeah, oh, ha- I had has no been idea. since the two, like early two thousands. Um, wow okay that's but, interesting but that was tweeted turns out i really like two scientologist actors yeah it was tweeted by um someone whose twitter name is monkey d hernandy who's in his ted era oh okay yeah 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 cool is that is that in his bio but or is that just that, like that's, oh, that's in, like in his in his name yeah in, in brackets uh, yeah. yeah oh okay gotcha gotcha i guess those are his his pronouns are ted era yeah ted <laughs> um but uh well, i Everyone's just like, "Wow, that's crazy! That's so funny!" And retweeting it, but at no point does he give a source. But I know you know what? I don't need one. I believe it. No, you know what? If you if you start thinking about it, you know, one of the big things with the, you know the big belief of, of of Scientology, like you know, when you rise through the ranks, is that you you learn about like how we're all eternal and we're spirits that were in like a fucking volcano or something in Hawaii. <laughs> And then, you know, we have to, but, but I, what I think it does, it kind of like, it, it, it conflicts with their story maybe. Yeah. I, I also think it's like probably not true, but I'm also I would love say if the true. Church of Scientology made a statement that they hate Eternals. Tom Cruise is like, there, uh, there's a reason why <laughs> that I don't do these damn films. That is not terrific. It, it's not fantastic. Yes. That, that movie was not fantastic. I, I told Angelina, I said, you gotta, you gotta drop that. There's that someone um, was sharing clips of uh, Tom Cruise on Iron Chef, or, or like it was oh, a Jap- Japanese. Great. Was it Iron Chef or was it? A- yeah, I think it was. Um, and it's just like oh. Japanese men. Oh, maybe it was like a TV show with the Iron Chef chef on it, like a, a talk show, and they because they kept just serving him food, it's just giving him dish after oh, dish. I and love he's- dessert. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
mm, strawberries. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I bet he's going to say this. Like, you know, my, that's good. I bet he's going to say that's terrific. Yeah. That's fantastic. He says that and, and he does, way more. And it's the greatest. Yeah, yeah. It was such a wonderful and you know, two and minutes. And you know, he, he, he means it too. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah. Like, he's not just doing that out of politeness. He's not doing that just because he's like, I, I am the last samurai <laughs> and you should honor me. <laughs> no, he's doing that out of, uh, yeah, I, it, it, this is great. My life rules. I saw some, uh, yeah, more Tom talk. Please bring it on. Uh, I watched the Jimmy Kimmel interview with the cast of Dune Part Two. Okay, and uh, Timmy Chalamet reveals it. Who is it, it. who? Who cannot move his the upper half of his face anymore? No, I I believe uh, a, I got like I got so many fucking lines on my forehead. Yeah, and he's just, just he's like Botoxed his out so much. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's just like the bottom half of his face moves, and the top one just stays just he still. doesn't emote at all. I mean, maybe 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 he's just cool. You know, he doesn't. Maybe he's emote. turning into a worm. Well, yeah, that's kind of what happens in the books, not with him. But, uh, uh, damn, what was I saying? What was he? he well, what was he saying? Oh, yeah, he, he saw said, a certain uh, movie. So he saw Maverick thirteen times, and he ran into Tom Cruise and like told him straight away. He's like, oh, I love, and he said, kind of, Tom just was like, thanks, or something like that. <laughs> just so cool. That is terrific. I love that. I love that. I love that. He like rented out a cinema. Uh, where either somewhere in Europe or the Middle East or wherever he was filming something, and rented out a cinema privately for multiple screenings of Top Gun Maverick. He's living a dream. Mm. Um, hey, IMAX uh, fam, we're eating this week. You got your tickets to the the, the screening of the first Dune coming yeah. to IMAX for the first time in uh, in Sydney at least. It starts this Thursday. This Thursday, first time in the uh, country. Because well, you know what, I think it missed Melbourne. It was probably during lockdowns. Dune, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, Melbourne's lockdown lasted way longer and was way more serious than ours. Yeah, um, so maybe it did. It but could be the first time we're getting it. Not only is Dune hitting the IMAX screens, but also the Tenet, baby. much, much requested. Uh, God, I'm so excited! Grand entrance of uh, my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet. I, I, I was thinking, like, it's 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 weird times that they're showing. Like, if I, yeah. I would be like, hey, Tenet's back, everyone. It's the only movie we're screening for a week. If I was the manager of IMAX, oh, I'd be like, ten a month. But it's like eleven forty-five a.m. on a Thursday. Yeah, I guess they then, have to like, show other like main releases. Like, Dune's going to be out then. The same time, part two. Fucking hell! Like the following week. Jesus. Yeah, so I'm seeing Dune this Saturday, like a morning session. Yeah, I'm going to see. I'm walking through my my attempt for for what I'm gonna, what I'm trying to do in the next few days. Crazy. Well, I I mean I've got a yeah I've just got Dune this this Friday this Saturday just morning. Just got a clean slate for Dune. Yeah, 9:40 a.m. <laughs> IMAX in a reclining seat. So my every single fucking cinema in 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 Sydney, even like the more art house ones, got argyled to yeah, fuck. They also it's fell all for it. all every single screen was like every cinema was like 70% argyle. And then, like, there'd be, like, a few Mean Girls musical screenings and I don't know what else. I am watching that show. The Anyone But You Valentine's edition. Yeah, that's insane. Um, With, like, <laughs> some extra scenes in it. Like, save that shit for the for the Blu-ray. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Judd Apatow used to do. I think do. they released it as a Christmas film and it didn't do as well, perhaps. No, no, it's, it's done great. It did well, but I think yeah. they maybe thought it would do even better. Right, but okay, But I think sure. they've realized it's a Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> I can't believe that movie went well. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's so, so average. Um... But so I haven't like every day I was like, cool, I've got a free day today. Might go to the movies. Mm. I wonder what's showing. And then like every day getting a little bit closer to considering seeing Argyle, mm. your that's, least your least favorite movie in a long time. I'd say like 10 years. Yeah. Well, it's so fucking crazy. 
it's so but I keep hearing people say how atrocious it is, and that kind of that the kind of, makes you kind I'm, of I really scared. fought that like like you know like morbid curiosity. And yeah, maybe I should see this. I mean, one. it's coming. Like, to sh- it's going to be on Apple TV soon. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. I can ignore it's it. At Apple home. That's good. streaming film. Yeah, but the, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen this before. So they took away Iron Claw and um, Anatomy of a Fall. They can't do that. Tomorrow. Wait, what was the second one? Anatomy of oh, a Fall and night. Iron Claw. Anatomy of a Claw. Yeah. Tomorrow, they're bringing them back. So all those movies are being shown again. Wait, they took them off when? Last week. Like, so it was a, all... Because like, you know, school what holidays cinemas finished. What are you looking at? Event. Like, the, my locals. Right. I'm not yeah, going to go yeah, to the yeah, fucking yeah. city to see a movie. Yeah, yeah. So like, when you weird. said Sydney, I thought you meant like all of Sydney. I was like, what the hell? No, but I, I did like look at most yeah, of them wow. and like it, it was just argyle pilled yeah i guess you got to go to like a dandy or a palace to yeah yeah that. yeah or ritz or that stuff but i've got you know i've got cinemas that are 10 minutes from my house yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to go to those um and uh yeah they're bringing all the all the good movies yeah back. i guess it's honestly because school holidays is over no no it's because argyle flopped oh <laughs> yeah sure Argyle flopped hard it's, yeah that's, it's, it's fucking great. it's actually really good yeah it's i i can't believe what i saw still like it's it's a lot matthew vaughn what were you thinking just can't wait to get, get home to my wife, Claudia Schiffer, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. Dreadful about, don't worry about editing this piece of Dude, shit. Not even, it's, it's dreadful. It's, it's, yeah, it's beyond, it's beyond dreadful. I, I, I can't really comprehend what I saw. So before next week when we mm. record, I want to try and see Iron Claw and, yeah. and Anatomy of a Fall in the next, maybe ne- the next two days. Um, then I want to go see Dune again on, not big, on that big ass IMAX God, screen. That's so good. Brother, and I'm so excited for that. Then I want to go see uh, May December, which is not coming to Netflix in Australia yet. They're doing a full cinematic release for it, but I mean, I want to see it at the cinema, so I'll go see it. Which one? May December. Yeah, I'm gonna go catch. Who's texting weekend. you, brother? Some uh, fucking work, literally. Um, with some about co- with some cool news. No, it's just like. Yep, yep. Something about a band. I was just like, oh. I, I had to ask someone asked me a question about music, and I was like, "Is this a joke? Are you being serious?" Because they asked like for my taste on something. I didn't. I was like, I do, "Is this a bit?" Like, I had to literally clarify. But I'm hoping that this like this ends the era of uh, the delayed Australian release. I feel like it, unless it was like maybe they'll, they'll they'll be cool for like most of the year, and then when it's Christmas time, they'll fuck us again. Yeah, I was speaking to someone and. Uh, Australia is very strange in they Australia distributors will put the movies that are being nominated for Oscars on before the Oscars and a lot of time in the states they put them out after. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. So they got a lot of festival stuff beforehand and then they'll do like big release after the Oscars of the films. Just the way it works there, and here it's kind of the different way. Like it's announced. And oh then we get, right, okay. Yeah. So like, so like, so you mean like a mainstream release to cinemas? Won't, yeah, yeah. So okay, like right. they mightn't get the Iron Claw. At, I think cinemas there are not as uh, like either art house and multiplex. I think there's like more. I don't. I. I. You, you know, like in the states, you always hear like this opened on blah blah amount of screens today. Yes, of course. Like something yeah. like the holdovers played on like under like two hundred screens. You know what I mean? Yeah. But probably after like I I, I they explained it to me the other night. And I think poor thing, I think poor actually. things hasn't gotten a proper, proper release yet. I don't either. think it has. No. Yeah. And May December is obviously a Netflix film there. Um, but something like Iron Claw, a twenty four film, it wouldn't be like main. You know what I mean? It would have yep. to be. So then I think like as it's Oscar, but that wasn't even nominated for stuff, which is kind of bizarre. Uh, yeah, I'm looking really looking forward to May December, catching that this weekend for sure. 
Yeah, so I, I, I didn't see any movies this past week, mm. but what I did do yesterday was I thought, oh, no, I won't catch up. I'm, I'm, I'm up to episode three of True Detective. I, I didn't watch the fourth one yet. Oh, yeah. I'm what enjoying it? it. It's good, isn't it? It's, uh, it's like, like, like people it's like fucking, detective. people are furious at this show. Yeah, I've been seeing um, a lot of that and then as to theories why and there's this like, uh, you know, it's kind of like Last Jedi-ish, I guess. No, I mean, I haven't looked into it too much, but it's been very publicized it's a different creator it's not nick uh pizzolotto and a lot of people uh you know review bombing a lot of it i mean i don't know i found it fine i thought it was good you said it was really good yeah i thought it was really good that's what i mean i was like i found nothing wrong with it like i was good it was like a solid detective show yeah i I, it's very different to the Mm -hmm. the other seasons and maybe if you don't like horror i can see Mm. you not getting i i I think the vibe of it's cool i think i I love like the town i love the characters I, I have been seeing a few people being like, um, actually, True Detective season two is good. Um, Finally, in, in, in the last you the and last I have, week. have been. No, I really, I, I think, I think all four seasons are, are really good television. I, I love that it's, it's this show that is like. I, I love I, a different creator for each season. Yeah, like, I honestly think maybe the thing that let down, uh, you know, everything that happened after one before four is the fact that it was the one guy coming up with it. Yeah, but and but two and three of, rock. I know, but I mean, like. In the public side at the time, it didn't. And I, how cool would it be just to get like a different creator each season? I reckon, dude. Like, I reckon people two gen younger than us, like ten years from now, will love like, to. This no, there's like this as a whole. This is it, like it's going to be like someone's Twin Peaks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's going like, to be like a The Wire or something. Where yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, this show's insane. No, but because it's like a, like a weird almost anthology. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think it's like a, a great experiment. I, I agree with you. I would it, love a different creator for the next one, not because I I, I really like four. I think Jodie Foster's incredible. I, I just love the setting. I kind of love the... Um, I really love the... What would you call it? No, like the uh, supernaturally type of spirituality, but also tied in with like, uh, you know, indigenous s- stories there. Like, yeah, I think totally. it's such a cool... Well, as, as far as the setting as well, it. like that five five days of darkness, so cool. like great, so great cool. setting for a murder mystery. Yeah. I saw one funny review of it that was like... Um, True Detective season four sucks because they hired the two gayest actors ever and then forced them to be straight. It's really funny. <laughs> um, no, I really, I really like it. I think, it, I think it's good. Um, it's, it's, it's always going to be interesting because it wasn't like, it's like um, ten Cloverfield Lane in that like it wasn't developed as a True Detective and then got branded afterwards. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure, so that yeah. I think that's always going to be quite an interesting thing about it. That it was, and in a way, I think that's kind of like perfect because i think whoever was going to follow up the, the pizzolatto stuff that that's so fucking huge shoes to fill that it would be daunting mm. and then kind of interesting that this person developed a, bol- a large amount of the series without it being a true detective and then maybe it takes the pressure off everybody you know what i mean sure um yeah but he's he's kind of like hilarious apparently like he's just like a a bozo who works out and posts photos of him shirtless, like with weights all the time. <laughs> Nikki P. Yeah. 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 Which I think is like kind of awesome. And he's just like, yeah, a lot of people are like kind of getting like, he's kind of, I, I wouldn't call him like quite red pilly, but it's not too far away. And a lot of people are like, this sucks. Cause it's, it's women. You know what I mean? They're like, my, my, my bozo bro isn't writing it anymore. Sure, and I don't yeah. like it. So there's like a lot of irony hate, but also like a lot of people defending that. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Passion's good. But uh, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of uh, hate for the wrong reasons. I'm digging it, but I I, I gave uh, season four a, a, a episode four episode four sorry a little F4, a, a, a bit of a skip yesterday so I could uh, watch one episode 
of the Mr. and Mrs. Reboot, Mr. and Mrs. Smith Reboot. Um, although Mr. and Mrs. Reboot, now that sounds like a fun program. Now, hello, they're robots. <laughs> um, like they've got a they got a reboot. It's a, yeah, it's a, no, it's a reboot of Mr. Robot, but it's Mr. and Mrs. Ro- Robot, but it's called Mr. and Mrs. Reboot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Remember that show Reboot, the CG animated yes. one? Yes. That could be interesting too. Maybe it's a mashup. I think it is. Crossover. I think it is. Um, this is the uh, the series that, another one that you, you got at review copies But I kind for. of even, when it comes down, I'm like, what, which one's that again? <laughs> and do, like, are you watching it? Is it like full HD release or has it got like watermarks? It's and- watermark, but it's full HD. Just has my email on it. <laughs> And like, it uh, depends. Amazon is just my email. Uh, HBO. We watched the Disney one. That, that sucked. We watched one of the Mandalorians and it was like so... Well, HBO is even worse. Is it really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I've got the app on my TV right now. No, I believe you. No, I just it, want to show you. It shows the IP. Version don't turn this into an Angus's television episode. Too bad, bitch. <laughs> Let's see what I got on there. On my uh, Warner Brothers Discovery app. I want you to see the process because what, what it will do, it's going to alert me. So I get some Mac shows. I get a Girls on the Bus, Clone High, the new series. Season, season two. Yeah. I haven't watched season one yet, but I, maybe if I got, got access to season two. season two, I would have watched season right, let's, one let's, by now. Let's dial in on Clone High. Uh, came out May last year. For some reason, I still have access to it. Okay. So this is just season one then. <laughs> yeah, this is the season. This is the, like, sorry. Well, I know it's yeah season two, but oh, you know I what I mean? You. Like, yeah, it's the reboot. So you hit play and what it does then, it like will alert my phone. And be like, sign in. Or maybe it won't because this one's... It's actually been released. Actually, uh, yeah, normally it will send me... A, it'll ping my phone and be like, are you trying to watch something? And I have to hit yes. And then it will start. Yeah, because it's already out. It's going to serve it to me normally. But it should put my email. It's dog shit. <laughs> so hard in some scenes. People trying to talk. No, this looks normal. Oh, yeah. This one's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is lower, lower quality it's like sd it takes a while though it's like kind of shit it doesn't have as oh here we go the girls on the bar you're allowed to talk about what this is Uh, just no i don't even know what this is (laughs) see that connecting to Okta mfa there we go so my phone says like you gotta verify that you're watching it and i'm like yes it's me and then i need to get like three views you're allowed to watch it like three times uh there you go. So it knows that I'm here and it'll burn. It'll know my phone and the Apple TV's IP address and put it on the screen. So if I leak any of it, they know which house it is. Crazy. It's fucking crazy, dude. I mean, I guess I know why they've done this, but like... Yeah, I I, I lived... Uh, my, sorry, my friend lived in the sh- same street as the guy who used to review for the Sydney Morning Herald like years ago. And they would just send him... See, it always starts off crap before it buffers. They would send him like... Oh my God. Uh, this is disgusting. Yeah, like, it's disgusting. Data mosh. There. Oh man. So in the top right, like it's almost like from the corner to the middle of the screen. It's so big. This copy is authorized for Angus Truscott. Then his email address. Then his IP address. Yeah. Insane. Hey. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. So you just like you get used to it after a while. Yeah, then... I bet you would. Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm like holding my nose up now. But you know, I still like, haven't I can't believe you watched it like like this. No, but... I wanted to show you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. want to um. I, 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 I still haven't seen The Last of Us without that and without like guys in green screens. Like, yeah, yeah, you haven't seen the giraffes, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, because it's kind of too soon to watch it again. You know what I mean? Sure. And I'm like, oh, I'll watch it when season two comes out, like do a rewatch or something. Um, and apparently some of the stuff in the True Detective I saw, it's like unfinished and there was like credits are like filler credits. It's like name, name, name. Like it's not complete. It's pretty interesting. But having said that, Mr. and Mrs. Smith was completely finished. Okay. And now, a word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So this has come out on Prime just this week. Last are, Friday, yeah. There are eight episodes mm-hmm. um, and it is uh, like, you know, from the mind of Donald Glover. From the twisted mind <laughs> of Matthew Vaughan and Donald Glover. Um, but Donald Glover's previous uh, work... Swarm. ...through Prime. Mm-hmm. Was it, wait, I didn't see Swarm. What was Swarm? Swarm. Swarm was good. He's not in it. He developed it. Um, it's, Why were you talking about this? I never watched it. It was great. Yeah. There's like six episodes. It's about a girl. It's basically like there's a Beyonce-esque figure who has her Swarm, like a hive. And she kind of goes, it's kind of like, she's just, she goes kind of like Mark David Chapman, doesn't go to kill her, but is like lying, steals cards, buys tickets. And it's like this kind of really dark, interesting look at fandom. Six episodes, it's quite short, it's like 30 minutes each. So I was going to bring up that that weird short yeah, movie Coco he made Island like, or something. Like, no, it? Guava Island. I was going to say Man- Mango Mariana. Island. <laughs> yeah, Mango Island. Think of a tropical fruit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember that being like so underwhelming. Yeah, that seemed just like something that could have been 15 minutes long. And it was kind of like a Childish Gambino music clip. Yeah, it had, more like, than it was- like, had like Calypso versions of his songs in it, right? Or something. <laughs> and it was shot by Hiro Murai. It was like he's a constant frequent collaborator through yeah, Atlanta, Swarm, and this. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it just, I didn't like that, but uh, Swarm was really good. That's yeah. the first of yeah. his like stuff he made once he signed like a Amazon Prime first look deal. I think Atlanta is one of the best shows of the last decade. I know, oh, hard I know, agree. I know. Oh, I was gonna say I thought, I thought you thought differently. No, no, I love Atlanta, but I particularly love the like episodes that have nothing to do with the core team. That where it's like just like this weird short film. Oh um, man, when when they're great, they're amazing. I okay, think. sure. Yeah. I love I love the one with um, and I find Mr. and Mr. Smith does that really well while tidying though with whereabouts are you up to so I'm up to I I, I intended to watch one episode mm. and I ended up watching five sure. in, in one go mm. it, it's in a immensely bingeable show I have it's not experienced so this in a long time I watched it over two nights because I had the same thing I was just like oh my god I, and I was at work at the time so I had to start at like at six or something and so and like, I have a lot of criticisms of it overall um but. At the, at the end of its day, it's got its hooks in me, and I and I really can't wait to finish it. Mm. <clears throat> I had to work um, all day today, 
at a at a fundraiser. You got a lot of fun, criticism. Fundraiser for the for the Paralympics. Well, my criticisms are just kind of big, mm. but but in spite of them, I still like it a lot. So what's, what's the big at, it, well, at its core? So this is a, a I guess a reimagining of mm. a Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. movie that neither of us have seen. No. Um, but we know it's the opposite of this. I was like, oh, maybe I'll catch this. Like, maybe I'll watch this before watching the series. Nah. Dude, it's fucking two and a half hours long. No, no. They, they never used to make movies. Like, back then. You like, can't it's a, do that. Yeah. But uh, you also, that is also, I, I say that the, how, how, how watchable the, um, the, 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 the reboot series is. But in terms of, like, watchability, mm. <clears throat> I don't think. That I've ever seen a movie that's on more streaming services in Australia than Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's on them all. It's on, it's on Disney, some of them twice. Netflix, Stan. Yeah, it's on everything. And Prime. Yeah, I think. it's on everything. Um, but uh, and yet we we're not going to watch that shit. But anyway, the the it opens with I guess like a parallel of those characters. You have uh, Skarsgård. Parallel of 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 Pitt and Jolie. I, I feel like oh, I don't see it like that, but I won't say until you've watched it. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so that, that all right. So I guess we're gonna learn more. Well, about they just it. look like to me, and this is this isn't giving anything away, but I just saw it as like they are maybe then maybe they went rogue and they have to be hunted down by other people from the organization. To me, they just seem like a married couple, like those two, like John and they seemed like a John and Jane. Sure, like Alexander Skarsgård and that other girl, and maybe they went too deep and had to get retired. That's what I interpreted it as. I saw it as like. Something similar to what I think the plot of the movie is, but I haven't seen the movie, so maybe I'm sure. wrong. I interpret it as that when, that she, when just... she's like, "I'm tired of running." I'm pretty sure Angelina Jolie says that to Brad Pitt at one point. In the but movie. they're against each other. Are they? Yeah. Okay. So the thing in the movie is they're given an assignment to kill one another. Right. So the thing is them trying to kill one another, and um, it's the opposite in this. Okay. Where they're put together to be a fake married couple, in that they pretend the other one's lying to the other one. That they're just like a boring suburban family. Like you, I've seen a scene where like they go to a Santa Monica Pier or something, and Brad shoots all the things, like trying to win a toy, and she's like curious as to why he can shoot it, even though he like works for like a hardware store, but he doesn't really. But then they're both given the assignment; they have to assassinate the other one because they work for the opposite spy thing. So I saw the start of this one as like it's the same organization within the series where people are put together as couples, yeah, and they're tried to like quit. And yes, which kind of gets brought up later on in the season. Yeah, so I see it as that. <coughs> yeah, okay, sure. So you're wrong. Cool. <laughs> it, it happens sometimes. Sometimes, very rarely. Um, but yeah, so I I, I really loved the first episode. Um, yeah, great one. It's uh, it's Donald Glover and uh, who's the what's the name of the female lead? Maya Erskine. She um, and and basically they both sign up for a like a yeah they work for an agency already agency. maybe we think like a cia well, he, so he's he's like ex um military military he, yeah. he worked made drones that mm. c- killed 13 people and one person accidentally yeah um and uh it the opening opening but after the, so the their introduction scene is great because it's them answering questions that's being so asked like to them from like a, yeah like a person. faceless basically just it's all it reminds me of blade runner 2049 hi, hi. yeah yeah um and uh asking like quite personal questions mm-hmm. and they both get asked some of the same questions and you see they're, they're very different answers and then they get paired together on a mission where they have to be husband and wife and so they are john smith and jane smith and they don't, they're not allowed to know each other's names they're not allowed to know each other's family they have to know like nothing about each other that could compromise so I want to talk about the first five episodes. I'm sure Angus would like to talk about the entire series as a whole, but unfortunately I have not watched the last three episodes. Um, I, I will, I'll be doing light spoilers. 
Sure. Um, uh, uh, I won't do any. Cool, man. <laughs> Just because I could spoil it for you. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, at the beginning of the series, John Smith, Donald Glover, um, seems a lot keener on being like a traditional husband and wife mm-hmm. um, and like is kind of flirting mm-hmm. or at least, you know, sticking, trying to stay around Jane for as long as he can to kind of as, like hang out basically as, as, as like on their first night in the house together. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to bed I'm going he, by he, myself. He like knocks on her, on her door with his shirt off and mm-hmm. is like, you know, trying to get more information about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like it kind of, you know, there's this, there's an awkward, like they both make the decision that they're not going to try and uh, like be romantic yeah. together. Um, and then in the second episode, um, John Turturro is in it uh, in an incredible role where he plays a, a rich a, guy, a rich guy trying to bid on a Warhol, a rich artwork. guy with and uh, a rich guy with like needs, yeah, urges. And so they're like undercover. Um, Donald Glover's character is um, like a caterer. Mm-hmm. And she is like, you know, just someone that's high also society. high society, also bidding. also bidding on artwork. And um, they're forced into a situation where they have to <laughs> pretend to be dogs. Sniff each other's butt and lick each other. And like kiss, but uh, as dogs. To like get him off or something. To the request, as, as, as at the request of John Turturro. Yeah. And then after that mission goes awry and uh, they dispose of a dead body, um, they, she, she asks if he wants to kiss her. Yeah. And the episode ends with them fucking, and while while cartoons are on in the background, yeah. Um, and then the next episode, they're like not just together; they're at the the stage where they're saying they love each other. Mm. And I, for me, it I think it, it moved way too quick into full relationship status. I kind of would have appreciated, or at least found it a bit more interesting. Um, I think. Donald Glover is excellent at writing a character who wants to be with a girl, mm. but pretty or or someone who is terrible in a relationship. But he's not very good at writing a character who who I, I can imagine a girl wanting to be with. Um, and so I, I would have loved some like will they won't they episodes, and then maybe they hook up second last episode last episode. But instead, this has like a lot of like very broad Judd, Judd Apatow era esque. Um, like relationship comedy like she's afraid to fart in front of him and like there's like some like like not very funny sex jokes to me in it like I love some good sex jokes this guy loves sex jokes and uh, the ones in this one are like you know the one where he like can't feel his dick starts funny but then he's like maybe if you put your mouth on it and that's the end of the scene I'm like Ugh. it's just like I like that okay you're right there. Sure, that's yeah, fine. I was like, that. like we, all, we all like different things I guess like I don't know for me this is the most damning thing I'll say about it. And this is, I, I'm telling you, I really like mm, this show. Mm. But for me, it was like, okay, it's a dude who's shot his, a show that he created um, in Italy with a girl that he's pining for or with. Mm. This feels a little bit like Master of None. <laughs> the Aziz yeah, Ansari yeah, yeah. Netflix show. I will say, watch the whole thing because like a part of it becomes like, and maybe I think it's already starting to happen. You just yes, kinda like the end of episode five is so like episode five is so good. Which one's that? That's the one with um fucking Hellboy. Oh yeah, amazing episode. You watch it with any like oh are they are both of them or is one of them putting it on to, for the other one? And it sure. becomes like oh is this just is, are we playing like that? I think it might feel like they've jumped into it, but maybe you're like are they just playing a role 
this there is there is a bit of a deconstruction of the relationship whether you're like do they actually like each other or is this part of the show and we haven't seen that they've made a deal no i'm not saying that happens at all but it's like maybe one of them or the other maybe both of them are like being cautious and are like oh this actually isn't like is it a stockholm syndrome thing have you seen the one parker posey and stuff love that yeah so you know that there's other ones of them and you're like oh okay are they like trying to be like them or yeah i know what you mean i kind of liked the jump though when they're just together yeah i I understand why you do it like i I feel like you you might get be a bit bored tired of, or yeah, something yeah. having to see it. And I think he just wants you. He like you know he had a story to tell. And yeah, I, guess I appreciated it because fun I, if you just jumped to that point. Like we kind of had the meet cute, and then they're just a couple, and I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. I like that. I, I I appreciated that because it meant it could just like continue the story. But yeah, I, I guess I I love. But the, wait wait to watch the rest because there are some moments that I think might uh not explain but like not counter but just it'll have me reappreciate. Yeah, parts. some of the next like three. I'll be like that fart joke. Actually, the best of the year. <laughs> There's the last three are like great. Like I, 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 I yeah, I can't really. Remember. Yeah, I think the they're, they're awesome. Paul Dano. Oh, incredible as the neighbor. The cast is so crazy. The cast is insane. <laughs> yeah, he's like what? Dano's next. The Riddler's next door. I loved the snow episode as well. That like so good. There's so much I like and about. And they all- fight and they split up. Like not. Remote, romantically but split up and he's like up there with the woman and he turns and his location off so like, yeah. I love that episode there's there's a lot of like I, I find I this, love that this, they just like globetrot like the what's what I mean there, the spy adventure stuff real? dude I've been reading fucking duck books and like this <laughs> this feels right at home it just feels real as well like, yeah. you can tell it's on location what if Donald Duck was afraid to fart in front of Daisy that'd be sick <laughs> that's a duck book I'd read um, but yeah it's a, it's a cool show it's on Prime um, watching shows on Prime is always interesting uh, because they do a lot right and then a lot wrong. Um, it's, it's such a strange streaming service. Yeah. Like, it's the fact like that- Amazon though. Like the website is so looks dog shit still. And its functionality is so bad. You know what I mean? Like Amazon yeah. looks like it's shit. It's so hard to sort through things. Yeah. When, like, I was like, reading articles. Of, not, un- I was like unbearable. seeing other people. Not articles. Sorry. Just like design blogs about like why eBay and Amazon is still so ugly. Because it's, it's all like they're held together through like Java, right? Like it's no, like, it's. I think it's just like it's like they're just like this is what it looks like, and I don't know. I just like they're not in the interest of making like a nice, it. yeah. But so like one thing that I can't work out why no other streaming service has stolen this is whenever you watch something on Prime and you pause, yeah, it tells you who's in it, which actors are on screen what right song's now, playing and what background. song is playing, and like all I this. Like that. It, it's, it's so such cool. a cool thing, yeah, it's and it has cool. me like. Instead of like, you know, reaching for my phone and trying to figure out, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. It's doing, oh great. So fucking sick. For the song. I mean, it's a great use of one of my favorite clip songs and the the other John Smith. Man, one of my favorite albums from the last, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so good. That scene. Uh, Pocket Posey, man. Fucking so good to see her again. Yeah. I love her. She's She's the best. She's such a good Jane. Um, This is awesome. I just got an alert on my phone. It says, uh, Brie Larson stars in this MCU epic and stream the Marvel. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Are you ready to go back? Should we watch? The, should that be the what Payfam is? Angus yeah. and Lemons rewatch the yeah, Marvels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. More shows like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big actors, big budget, locations. Uh, I have a feeling there's going to be a season two. The way this ends, I really hope it starts soon. I find their chemistry really good. And I can't imagine in fucking no. Fleabag in this. I role. just like, she would be like, just herself which isn't a bad thing 
but I just love the act. I love my Mayo Erskine. I think she's so perfectly cast. She's in awesome in this. She's so good. She their chem- their chemistry just is amazing. They've been doing like the press tour lately and yapping, and they they're, they're, <laughs> they're just great. I really like them. He said his favorite artist is Kanye West. He's like, I know you're not supposed to say it, but we wouldn't have any music now. <laughs> yeah, and they both thing. said their the best TV show of all time was The Sopranos. So they're, but they're fucking, extreme. They're in they're, your corner, brother. They're, they're on my side. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, yeah, man, fucking just binge watching television while like, and I've got that, I've, I've got an, my, my TV's on an arm. Yeah. So I can oh, just yeah, have can it face wherever I need to be. And that's why like I made school school lunches for the next three days. Then oh, I yeah. made dinner. Then I like did the well, dishes. Just like binging Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Just with the volume Dude, that's, super loud. That's life, man. That, I fucking, that's living. It's so good. That's so good. Man, I, I, I got that big, like, you know, I'm, I, there, are I many, many, there are many, many times during my life where I'm like, Fuck! I love my house, and it's that, watch, that mostly it's watching television By yourself, in my in my open no in my open kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um. I one thing I must say about the Amazon uh, screeners they sent me, two episodes were out of order, Ugh. and so one started like with the pre. You know how it shows you like what happened. I don't. Does it show you what happened previously when you stream it? Like it's just like, yes. Yeah. 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 And it was like scenes I'd never seen before and yep. like gave away stuff. No, it's I was so like, what? And then I had to figure out which two episodes had been switched. Oh my God. Because there's, no, no, like, there's no wiki about nah, it. No, it was yeah. so annoying. I was like, what the f-? And then someone at work had it too. And they're like, yeah, did you get spoiled too? And I was like, yeah, how fucked up is that? Was it spoiled? Just like, it was like another guest character. And like, yeah. I do like that. Like it is sequential. Yes. But almost in an Atlanta sense. You're just thrown into stuff a lot of the time without an explanation. I just, I wish it was week to week, man. I feel like this would build so Same. much steam. Same. Everyone would be talking Disney about it. Disney are the only ones that like get the week to week, don't they? Like their shows had yeah. two months of conversation essentially. And well, HBO, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, out of the like direct to streaming yeah, of services. Course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the th- smartest thing they ever did with Disney Plus was like making Mandalorian a week to week show that then every show followed sweet because you get two months of conversation, two months of a press cycle and like fandom talking rather than like, yeah. you don't know if people have watched it yet or not. Even, like you and I, compa- we, we, we've watched different episodes. You know what yeah, I mean? Totally. Like, that sucks. Not because sucks you haven't shit. watched it, but because like... It's been out for a week. I mean, I'm, yeah, actually, no, that's it. We would, we'd be in this situation regardless of what they did because they would have sent you the full the oh, full yeah. season and you would <laughs> no, have watched it. No, they don't it. normally. They send like the first two episodes and then send it every week. Yeah, right. Except for Last of Us. That was heaps weird when they... I was so confident Here's with that. that. Yeah. They were just like, here's the whole series. Well, it's, you know, it's a tremendously well-made TV show. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, Another thing that pissed me off was uh, not this is not the show's fault. I guess it's just at prime. Mm. So the first episode ends, and then it shows like two seconds of credits, <sighs> and then it showed coming up on this season of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. What the fuck? And played a trailer of all these like big moments from the rest of the series. Oh, I'm, I that's dog I don't want to see them. Yeah. Already watched. I just watched an hour of it's it. It's out. I'm probably gonna watch the rest of like yeah. Like it's out. I can watch I've this already, all. Like, that's just, annoying. If you want to do that, just show me the next episode straight that's away. Dog like, shit. Yeah. That's lame. I thought it was. I was like, oh cool, like you know, post credit scene or whatever. Yeah. I don't no, know. Like, just, no. just spoilers. Um, so fucking good to see the Pullman. Ron Perlman's so good in it. I love that he basically is like, um, like, like they're like a mum and dad, and he's like a baby. Like yeah, he literally, he walks yeah. in, he's like, I vomited. Like, he pisses his pants. Yeah, yeah. He's like he a baby up. in it. Yeah, yeah. I love what he well, pushes. And she him. even says, like, he even says, like, you know, you got some big mater- strong maternal vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was great. And I like that, like, we don't know what the subjects have ever done or what they've been like accused of. It's and just yeah, like, and he's like, don't tell us. It's just like jump in, get him, get out. You just kind of have to be like, man. Yeah, and it's it's about their relationship. Yeah, and, yeah, and and like the you know their job. 
Yeah, and their house is sick. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, fuck this place, bro. Yeah. So much so that Paul Dano's obsessed with it. He's obsessed with their composter. Yeah. Which has uh, John DeTuro, uh, John DeTuro in, it. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, the fucking scene where they oh, where breaking they sn- the arms oh my god was insane. I, I went so hard Same. I thought I like, when they're like one two three and it's <laughs> like, oh. yeah i, I such I, a visceral it's, noise like, yeah this just feels like a show from 10 years ago in the I'm best possible way so happy that it exists do you know what it reminds like, me of kind of it reminds me of, of bored to death oh yeah just who was that ted dance ted dance and zach galifianakis jason schwartzman. schwartzman wow but remember there was like always like really interesting cameos yes kind of disconnected but about one thing i kept trying to think what this reminded me of and i was like oh it reminded me of that where it was like just a really well-made well-acted show that wasn't like a streaming show where they don't cast kind of streaming actors it's just like these are reputable actors did um hbo send you the new season of curb in advance no they only sent out six but I, i'm watching it week by week okay yeah, I watched the first episode of the last season. Um, it's out. It started Monday. Yeah, sick. Yeah, it's so good. Just, it's just like the same show, which is <laughs> it's awesome. It's like uh, Shalto Colt. What's the guy that's in um, fucking uh, who, who plays Chappie? <laughs> oh, okay. I've not seen Chappie, but sure. But the guy from Mr. District Chappie. Nine, yeah, Mr. Chappie's in it. He um, plays a South African, and he Larry plays agrees to do something because. He's like a rich guy who's like, oh, an African guy wants you to like appear at his party. And then they rock up. He's like paid for Larry to make an appearance. And it's Shalto Colfi or whatever his name is. And he's like, you're African? He's like, yes, you're South African. And he's like trying to feel he's like, I thought you weren't African. It's like very good shit. That rules. It's just like straight up classics. It happened just before we recorded last week. But fuck the fallout from Larry David punching awesome. Elmo in the face. Dude, the best marketing for a fucking like, season of a TV show ever. Have your lead actor and creative So beat. funny. And like, like so many people was furious at him. So angry. But like, when you see the context of the clip, like Elmo talking about mental health, <laughs> which is not what, like in my head, in my canon, Elmo is three. He has no idea like yeah. of the implications of like mental health. And it was all based off that tweet he did, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, how, how are you today, Checking everyone? In. Something like that. Which is yeah. something that like, you can tell like the social media person today is like, oh, we've got a win on my hands. So. And like instead of sending Elmo to do the press junket with fucking, I don't know, Ernie or Cookie Big Monster, or- someone cool. Do you know who you should have sent in? Oscar the Grouch and be like, I check in on Oscar because he's angry. Yeah, like, perfect. It fucking contextually works. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, that would be so... And you're like, Oscar's grumpy, but like... <laughs> I check in on him because even though he's grumpy to me, I know that maybe it's something's hurting him. You know what I mean? But then said they send, it's El- this character, <laughs> it's just Elmo's dad. He's who is I, I'm man. putting it forward. He's the worst Muppet ever created. He wasn't even created for Sesame Street. He Elmo's was, world, right? No, it was created for like an- like A an, potty training, right? Or no, it, even before that. So potty training is what he got used for second- <laughs> How the fuck can Elmo not piss so But he knows is, what mental health is So his name is Louie <laughs> Show um, me that motherfucker oh, I fucking Look. hate him He's got a soul patch and He doesn't orange even hair. look like uh, I hate the fact he has hair He looks more like Telly Yeah he looks uh, like Telly He has hair Red Telly But he has um, like hair on his head Elmo is the father Sorry Louie is the father of Elmo And husband of May um, his parents were never seen on the show until 2006. Um, first appeared on screen in a direct-to-video series called Sesame Beginnings as a stay-at-home dad and the primary caregiver to his infant son. Um, Sesame Beginnings took place in a fictional past where the characters were babies. Um, <laughs> Louis plays the saxophone and fills baby's, baby Elmo's <laughs> daily routine with rhythm. Fucking he el- organizes hell. a baby band with Elmo's playgroup. <clears throat> then... 
he was seen in this is fucked he was made um, another director video special for military families called that's Talk, insane listen connect um, he has joined the military and is deployed far away. The special doesn't explicitly state that Louis is in the military. Instead, it's explained that Louis is away working and helping people. Elmo's mum helps Elmo understand why his father is away and uses a daily routine to help Elmo cope with the separation. <clears throat> in the 2010 video, When Families Grieve, which occurs after the passing of Louis's brother, Jack. This is, why is this in Sesame Street? Why is this happening? Louis explains Jack's death to Elmo and he forges a connection with his niece, Jessie. Like, what is this I mean, shit? Nah, none of this happens. Like, wh- why aren't they talking about letters Not and canon. numbers? Not I don't, canon. I don't understand. Not canon. And then his appearance was changed um, uh, with a new look. <laughs> Um, which um, so then him, they shaved his face. So he, a bit? he started with a moustache, then he gets a goatee, and then a soul patch and a new wall. They were just like, let's fuck him up. You know what I mean? Like they were. Then he's in something called Elmo's Potty Time, which I am familiar with the app version of because it's how I helped Archie learn how to use the toilet. Really? With yeah. The, like a, the iPad. Um, it was called Potty Time Plus. Getting ready with Elmo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it, it was, was like, like, go take a he piss. Sang, he sang you a song of like sitting on the toilet. Oh right. While you're on the toilet. Yeah, I guess That's so. Nice. Yeah. Hold. Yeah. You, you, Does I, he hold I, your dick for you? No. <laughs> no. You gotta get it. Get you gotta a get the vision buy, pro. Get a, buy an attachment. No, you need the vision pro. Yeah. And Elmo's all over that. He's sitting on you. But like, he's never been like a real Sesame Street character, which is why I remember when Elmo got huge. I remember like. Sesame Street would end it and that would show Elmo's World. Remember it was like a spin-off show? Yeah, I loved that. I hated it. I, I, like, I, guess, I only want to see what's happening on the motherfucking streets. You know what I mean? I yeah. But it was it was weird, but like it had like a bunch of weird stuff like, you know, he'd and it was repetitive too. Like, and, and, it was made for baby, like yeah. literal babies. And he would like, like he would kids. go and talk. He would be like, hey, uh, Elmo's going to gonna talk. Elmo's right? going to talk to a baby. Hey, baby. And then ask her a question. And the, and the baby would just go like, Bleh. and then Elmo would laugh at the baby. And that was the end of the segment. Insane. That's good shit. I, I, don't, I don't know if it is. <laughs> I don't know if it is. Yeah, man. Fucking shitty Muppet. Fuck Louie. Yeah, that seems like that. That Jim Henson would would have died if he hadn't died already at the invention of that character. Look at this. He looks even more fucked with a mustache. <laughs> he looks disgusting. And like goes from. He looks like, like Richard one- Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. I don't know why. But also, what the fuck? Oh, I thought it was Lou- that was Elmo's. In, his mouth is directly behind Elmo's oh, eyes. Eyebrows. So it looks like Elmo's got like crazy eyebrows. Or he's got like Bert hair, like da- Bert fucked the dad or something. Yeah. Uh, that's that's uh that's that's why uh, Elmo deserved getting punched in the face by Larry because Larry, he, he has a shit dad. Like, also, like, a shit dad that just stood by and did nothing yeah, like while his son got by fucking seventy-six-year-old. That rules. I just love it. Like, why'd you do it? Because he gave a follow-up interview, didn't he, Larry? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he was just talking about mental health, and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> it's just like so amazing. And, and everyone, it happens, and everyone in the studio is like, Larry. <laughs> That's too far, Larry. <laughs> Did you, you see t- them trying to interview him after? They're like, what do you think about Taylor Swift and like Travis Kelsey? And he's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> he's like, and they're like, he's like laughing. He's like, really? He's like, so that's why he did it. He was like having the worst time. They're asking what he thinks of like Taylor Swift and her fucking boyfriend. And then he's like, there's a, like, a Muppet talking about mental health. You'd want to shoot yourself. You'd feel dreadful. Yeah. It's somehow like it's crazy that like that he managed to create a, a scenario that was even 
more crazy than a Kerr plotline. More crazy, <laughs> and also crazier than the that you know the, what happens in, in that final episode of the Curse. Yeah, not not what actually happens later, but you know the, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're on uh, Rachel Ray. Chrissy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I love the Curse. <laughs> Fuck, so, that was so good. What a killer show! Listen to uh, last week's PayFam if yeah, uh, we, if you we, want. We we, we get Cursey. We did, we did a full spoiler chat about how much we loved uh, that that whole season of the Curse, but so particularly the greatest, greatest thing I've episode. seen in in so long. I can't stop thinking about it. The music is so unreal. I, yeah. I, I, I'm dying to do a rewatch. I'll, I'll probably do it in a few months. Um, I want to get a little out of my system and then just hit that. For me, I would be. I've, I've got to watch the, the 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 last episode with B again. But even if I was doing a rewatch, I feel like I would have to do everything I could to resist just not hitting start on the final episode again. Yeah, you have to. The I final think, episode is so powerful. I think why it works so well is because it's just like this, this it just this crescendo that builds. You know, it's like literally, it's just this like this germ of an idea, and it just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. To where the finale, like it, it's at that point, it's the only like reasonable finale you could expect i don't know man what a fucking brazy yeah, show i fucking loved talking about it with you last t- uh, last week as well if you haven't heard that it's over at patreon.com slash hey fam and a, while you're there the cool kids are you can listen to what we're about to record right now because every time every week we finish hey fam and we start pay fam um and uh this week's pay fam uh we're gonna reveal to you a new potential guy of the year yeah, Angus's uh, people. Well, he, have, he's like a, his, re- his guy researchers yeah, have yeah. really found us uh, something special this week. The princess guyries, yeah. which I <laughs> record. <laughs> I put all these fellas in. It's, there's a million things that have the word diary in it. I love that you were like, yeah, princess diary of a <laughs> diary of a wimpy kid. Diary of a wimpy kid. <laughs> Roderick rules. Um, I remember but, when you were like, my son's reading the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books and you and I were like looking at them. Like, what the fuck are these books? He about? hates them. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. He um, he just is like, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, There's no ducks in these. Uh, yeah, oh, how's I've, the duck book count? Dude, I've got some insane duck? duck lore for you, actually. Does it have any of the pictures you sent me this week? Uh, no, that, that, that's some good <laughs> stuff too, though. We found, I, I, I read a, uh, <laughs> a Donald Duck book where... Uh, uh, the, the 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 team go to Australia, and uh, let's just say that uh, a, a a a southern man in the nineteen late nineteen thirties depiction of Australia is about as great as you'd think. Yeah, it makes the Simpsons episode look like. <laughs> uh, I love that episode. Yeah, I don't know if I do. Hmm. It's a bloody outrage. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think I even remember watching it as a nine year old or whatever, and being like, "Yeah, I don't like this." It's just like we're not like that. Yeah, but it's funny. I don't know. They've done funnier stuff, though. No, but in, like it's funny how like bad they are at saying what Australian. I like that the version of what they think Australians are. I like that the prime minister's in like a rubber tire. Yeah, in, but like, also like the the whole like the boot, the booting. That's the f- it's like it's so awesome and yeah, it's weird. Such a weird episode. It's upon like, that's that's like that whole thing. The what are those two creators? The guys Weinstein and Harvey did, and uh, no <laughs> Josh Weinstein, then uh, Bill Oakley. They like they did like season five, six, seven, or something like that. Six, seven, eight, I think. And there's so many like super weird episodes mm. in, in, the, in that bunch. Some good ones. Anyway, you know what else is going to be a good one? Tonight's PayFam. You can get it over at patreon.com slash HeyFam. You got Guys of the Year. You got Duck Law. What else would you want in a bonus podcast on Patreon? You can also join our Discord community by joining our uh, Patreon. And we'd love to see you there. There's a lot of cool people in there talking cool things all the time. And it costs five bucks a month. And uh, it's an incredible investment. So uh, The first thing I do whenever there's like a, you know, like a, a Nintendo Direct. Or a PlayStation State of Play, whatever you got, you got to jump on the Discord because they start a channel, 
It's just just cool cool reactions, funny bits. Got a shout out to uh, Punish Spagoo for just having such a big presence in the Foam Stars channel this week. Oh yeah, so it's is just, that like the PlayStation Splatoon? Yeah, like ain't nobody playing that shit. Yeah, <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, but it's free to play if you have PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about Foam Stars. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do Fuck it. Fuck Duck Lore and Guy of the Year. It's, it's an all Foam Stars We're going to download it right now. You're going to watch us. We're going to explain the menus. Yep. <laughs> We're going to explain. Come this. join us. It's going to be a, ro- a rip roarer. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.